Hello, and welcome back to the Urology Care Podcast, the official podcast of the Urology Care Foundation. Our guest is Dr. Aaron Petrutsky, an Associate Professor of Urology at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. He is here to talk about Upper Tract Urothelial Carcinoma, or UTUC. The goal of this podcast is to help patients diagnosed with UTUC and their caregivers navigate their personal care and feel empowered to make informed decisions about their treatment and care. Dr. Petrutsky, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Urology Care Podcast. Thanks so much for having me. So we are here to talk about upper tract urothelial carcinoma. But before we get started, Dr. Petrutsky, can you please introduce yourself for our listeners? Sure, yeah. Um, my name is Aaron Petrutsky, and I'm an associate professor of urology at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Wonderful. Well, excited to have you on here. So can you first kind of go into what is upper tract urothelial carcinoma or UTUC as we can refer to it throughout this conversation? So UTUC is a cancer which arises from the urothelium. The urothelium is a lining of the inside of the urinary tract. So that includes the kidney, the ureters, the tubes that connect the kidney to the bladder, the bladder itself, and then the urethra. For the purposes of today's discussion, we're just going to talk about the upper tract, which consists of the kidney and the ureter. So UTUC or urothelial carcinoma of the upper tract is related to bladder cancer in that it's the same type of cell that lines the tract uh, but it has some distinct features that uh, make its treatment unique. And also it's important to know that it is different than kidney cancer. So you may hear people say that they have had an experience with kidney cancer or know someone who has kidney cancer. And what we're talking about with UTUC is distinct from that. The kidney cancers usually arise from the meat of the kidney, the part of the kidney that makes urine. We're going to talk today about cancers that occur in the tubing that helps urine pass from the kidney to the bladder. Great. That was a wonderful explanation. So how common is UTUC? Yeah, it's a good question. It's really quite rare. It's one of the more rare cancers that a urologist will see on a somewhat regular basis. We estimate that there will be about 7,000 new cases in the United States in 2023. So to give you some context, there's going to be about 2 million new cancer cases in the United States in 2023. And Uh, Some further context, there will be about 300,000 new prostate cancers in men and 300,000 new breast cancers in women. So uh, really, you know, in comparison to those types of cancers, it's it's quite rare. Also, it's important to note that it's much more common in men. So the men have a risk that's about two to three times as great for developing UTUC compared to women. So who is most at risk for UTUC? And at what age do symptoms start? The most common age group to have a new diagnosis of upper tract urothelial carcinoma are those that are age 70 or older. And so typically that is manifest as blood in the urine. And some of the risk factors that we know predispose a patient to developing UTUC, uh, most notably is smoking. So that's associated with a 2.5 to 7 times increased risk compared to those in the general population. There are also some unique risk factors for UTUC. So the consumption of this material called aristolechoic acid 
has been associated with the development of UTUC. So this is a, a molecule that's present in some uh, plants and in some specific herbs when they're consumed uh, can cause some changes in the kidney, which can lead to this cancer. We see this particularly in people who live in the Balkan region and also patients who um, may have consumed some specific Chinese herbs. Finally, there are some inheritable risks, which include this Lynch syndrome. That's an inherited syndrome, which predisposes uh, affected patients to certain types of cancers. And those patients have about a 5% lifetime risk of developing UTUC. So you talked a little bit about symptoms. So what are the common symptoms that someone would experience with UTUC? Yeah, so unfortunately, most patients, I would say, certainly the ones that I see, don't necessarily have a symptom. But what may bring them in is blood in the urine that they can't even see. So this might be blood that's picked up on a urine analysis where someone will look at their urine under a microscope. That's called microscopic hematuria. But on occasion, patients will actually be able to see blood in their urine, and, that, and that's undoubtedly the most common sign or symptom is, is having blood in the urine. More rarely, patients will have pain in their flank, like in their kidney, and in more advanced cases, patients may even notice weight loss or an inability to eat a lot or night sweats, um, those sorts of things, but that's typically associated with more advanced disease. Okay, that's good to know. So there are different types of UTUC. Can you talk about what those different types include? Yeah, the main distinction in UTUC is whether or not the, the main cell that's a cancerous cell is low grade or high grade. So low grade cancers are less aggressive. They are less likely to invade deeper into the kidney or even into surrounding structures, and they're less likely to metastasize, so they're less likely to spread to other parts of the body. The other type of UTUC is a high-grade cancer, and these are more likely to invade uh, the kidney itself or other structures and more likely to spread to other parts of the body. And unfortunately, um, when patients do ultimately succumb to this disease, it's typically with these higher grade cancers. So it's a really big distinction um, that usually we can tell uh, from a biopsy, um, but patients with low grade and high grade cancers uh, are treated in a very different way. Okay. And can you talk a little bit about the risk of occurrence with low grade UTUC? Yeah, it's a really good point, actually, because you would think that given that this low grade cancer is less likely to be aggressive and invade things and that sort of thing, that maybe it, it's also less likely to recur. And, and while that may be slightly true, the recurrence rates for both low-grade and high-grade cancers are really quite high. There have been some studies which have reported that recurrence rates, even in low-grade cancers, are as high as 90%. And even after we treat these low-grade cancers, if we go back and, and look at the area where the cancer had been, as many as 50% of people will have tumors there again, even just after a few months. So it's really a pretty formidable uh, disease, which requires a lot of frequent surveillance. Thank you for that explanation. So how is UTUC commonly diagnosed? I know you said that, you know, a lot of patients usually will come in with blood in their urine or maybe some flank pain, but when someone does come in with certain symptoms, how is it usually diagnosed? That's a great question. The majority of patients with blood in their urine or other worrisome urinary symptoms will ultimately undergo a CT scan. 
The CT scan can raise a suspicion for UTUC. However, we almost always confirm the suspicion of this diagnosis with a procedure called ureteroscopy. In ureteroscopy, we take a small camera, which is placed through the urethra, then the bladder, and ultimately up the ureter to look inside the kidney and ureter. We can take biopsies with instruments that are placed through the camera, and we can even start to treat the tumor right then and there, especially if we have a higher suspicion that this is UTUC. We usually use a laser to ablate or destroy the tumor. Very importantly, we will also look for the presence of bladder cancer at the same time as the investigation of the upper tract, as patients with UTUC are at a considerable risk of having or developing bladder cancer. Briefly, it should also be noted that some patients may undergo a percutaneous biopsy or a biopsy in which a needle is placed through the skin to sample the worrisome area, and this can be done in lieu of ureteroscopy. Okay. And so once someone is diagnosed with UTUC, what treatments are available for both low-grade and high-grade? There are several options for treatment of UTUC. The best option for each patient is determined by a number of factors, including the health of the kidney with the cancer in it, the health of the other kidney, the patient's overall health, and the size and number of the tumors present. For low-grade cancers, many times the cancer will be treated with ablation right at the time of ureteroscopy. That's, again, the camera visualization and biopsy procedure. The ablation can be done with a laser or electrocautery. In some cases, for larger tumors, a patient may have their tumor resected with small instruments and cameras placed through the flank, as opposed to approaching the tumor by going through the urethra and bladder. After endoscopic or camera-based treatment, patients may undergo repeat evaluation, usually within three months of the initial diagnosis. With close surveillance, due to the frequency of recurrences, many patients may undergo multiple ureteroscopies in the first year after their diagnosis. Other options that may be offered include topical therapy. This is an approach in which the inside of the kidney or ureter are exposed to medicines that can either prevent the cancer from recurring or even treat some existing tumor that may be difficult to reach with a camera. There are a few different medicines that can be used. For instance, and again this is for low-grade disease, there is a gel that can be used and it is the first and only FDA-approved treatment for low-grade UTUC. It is a combination of chemotherapy and an innovative gel technology that is liquid when chilled, but turns into a gel at body temperature as one way to target the tumor. This treatment does not require the kidney to be removed, but rather one's doctor can place the gel right in the area where the tumors are present. This is very different from traditional chemotherapy in which the chemotherapy is injected intravenously and therefore goes everywhere in the body. Finally, for low-grade disease, some patients will have an overall situation that, despite the presence of this low-grade, less aggressive disease, motivates the patient and the surgeon to proceed to more radical major surgery. This may mean removing part of the ureter or even the whole kidney and ureter and a little piece of the bladder. This procedure is called a nephroureterectomy. Now, in thinking about patients with high-grade disease, Again, of course, each patient's specific situation is different, but some patients with high-grade disease will be offered chemotherapy before a major radical surgery. The chemotherapy usually consists of four cycles. Surgery for high-grade UTUC is called a nephroureterectomy and includes removing the kidney, the ureter, and a small portion of the bladder called a bladder cuff. We also remove some of the lymph nodes in the areas where cancer would most likely to be found if it had unfortunately spread. Okay, thank you. And so lastly, what advice do you have for patients and caregivers about the diagnosis and treatment of UTUC? It's another really good question. 
I would say there are many, many great urologists out there who can help with the initial diagnosis and management of this cancer. However, it is a more rare disease, and so seeking out a urologist with a special interest in UTUC is totally justifiable. And certainly, in more complex cases, being at a medical facility with multidisciplinary care to include medical oncology and radiation oncology may be really helpful. So do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to leave us with on upper tract urothelial carcinoma? Sure. I would say that it is important to be a good advocate for yourself. If you have new bothersome urinary symptoms, or especially if you have blood in your urine, make sure to mention this to your primary doctor or your urologist. While most cases of having blood in your urine will not end up being because of UTUC, I do think that it is important to find these cancers early so that patients can have as many good options available to them as possible. Wonderful. Well, Dr. Petrusky, thank you again for joining us on today's episode of the Urology Care Podcast. Thank you so much. Eurogen Pharma is proud to support the Urology Care Foundation in its quest to educate patients. This podcast has been brought to you by the Urology Care Foundation, powered by trusted experts of the American Urological Association. For more information on today's topic and for all things urology health, visit urologyhealth.org. That's urologyhealth.org.